Hello, and happy Monday. It is May 11th. Um, yeah. As far as the check-in goes, I'm feeling pretty good. Not bad at all. Got some fun things to do this week, and I had a lovely weekend. I got to go to a birthday picnic in the park. I saw Emma for one second. That was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. So... Uh, we're coming into the sort of final stretch here, coming down to the last couple weeks of school for second grade, and then we'll start third grade sometime in the fall, somehow, we will see. But before we, uh, are totally done with our work, <clears throat> I wanted to review a little bit about the helpers of humanity that we learned about this year. So, first, what is a helper of humanity and what makes them the helpers that we studied. Why did we study those people? Well, I would say a helper of humanity is somebody who maybe sacrificed themselves or did something to make our world better by doing something that was usually not easy. Usually took a lot of bravery and a lot of personal strength to see it through and disregard what other people were doing, not be intimidated or scared by other people and just to believe in their heart what was right and to go through with that. Which is something we should really be looking for in the world today because, of course, there's a lot of problems out there. People are having issues and everything, but I know for a fact there are definitely helpers of humanity in our community, in our city, in our state, and in our country, and in the world all over. There are people who are saving lives, who are helping poor people, who are helping people who need, you know, assistance in any way, there are people out there. So keep your eyes out for, for those who are, look, who, are, who are making the world better around them. And try to be like them. That's what I'm trying to do. That's why we wanted to learn about the helpers of humanity is to see like, oh, I see how that person acted. And I see times in my life when I could be just like that person and be strong and stand up for it. So today I just wanted to review a little bit about two people that we learned about and we'll, we'll talk about them today just because they uh, were around the same time and then we're going to learn a little bit about a new helper of humanity and then we will talk about what I want us to do for our sort of our project. Instead of speeches I think I'll have us do just a little bit of a because the speeches, I, I mean, that's an option. People can do speeches if they want, as far as, like, dressing up and uh, giving a speech as that person. They could do that. You, you guys can do that. But if otherwise, I'm just going to have us do a little bit of research and then have you write about uh, the helper of humanity that you want to choose. But I hope everybody can choose. Maybe, well, it doesn't really matter. But maybe, yeah, I just want us to do a little bit deeper research, so... Uh, and we can talk about who, you can be whoever you'd like. Since we're not going to be around each other, I don't mind if five people choose to be Rosa Parks or do Rosa Parks or whoever, so. Okay, or Helen Keller, whoever it be. Um, yeah, so first I wanted to talk about Rosa Parks and why we discussed her. Let's review just a, just a second. She was the woman who sat down in the bus and... The, a man got on the bus, told her she had to get off, get moved to the back of the bus. She refused because at that time in Alabama, people of color had to sit in the back of the bus if white people wanted to sit in the front. She said no, 
she got arrested because she wouldn't move for this white man. And that is what started the bus boycott in Montgomery. And so I believe it was for over a year. Uh, people did not ride the city bus because they were uh, protesting with Rosa Parks because of how unfairly she was treated. She was just a poor lady trying to get home from work. And it was, it was uh, yeah, completely unjust. So the whole city went on strike. And eventually they, yeah, there was lots of protests and things like that. But eventually they got the law changed because of how brave Miss Parks was by sitting on the bus and standing up for her rights as a human being. And we, yeah, she just passed away a couple years ago. So, I, yeah. Uh, and then the other person we wanted to, um, this is just a quick review. The other person we wanted to talk about was Martin Luther King, who actually helped organize the bus boycott because he was a big leader at that time. And Martin Luther King, we listened to his speech in class about I Have a Dream, and he gave that speech in Washington, D.C. to thousands and thousands of people, but he gave a voice to the African-American population at that time to, be, to stand up for their rights and to fight against the laws that were in place in the South and other places. But... Uh, Remember that his main point was to be nonviolent. So they didn't want to throw bricks or rocks or whatever at the police. They thought, no, we will sit here peacefully and just show how unfair these laws are. Because them sitting peacefully, nothing, you know, then when the police started hitting them or they released the dogs, if you remember, or whatever, the whole nation saw it on the news and was horrified at how terrible people were being treated in our very own country. And so that got the attention of people across the United States. And so Martin Luther King uh, was a big help in getting us to change our laws and make things a little bit better. So he was, and remember he was also shot and killed because people were so uh, scared of his ideas and wanted him to not be influencing people anymore which is very sad. So he gave his, his, his life for the cause. Um, yeah, this week, so that's just a quick review of those two, and we'll be talking about a little bit about Helen Keller on Wednesday, maybe some other people that we've, we've discussed this year as our helpers of humanity. So uh, I actually just learned about this person, which I thought was totally cool and interesting, and this helper of humanity... She's still alive. And just like Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, she did a lot, but she had a lot of help, too. So, like, Martin Luther King was a leader of a pretty big organization of people all across, well, mostly the South of America, like the southern states. And But he did amazing things, but he had so many people helping him. And Rosa Parks, she actually worked for a group called the NAACP, and so she was not just a little old lady all by herself the whole time that she got arrested and all of that. She, they knew the risk when she was getting on that bus. She knew the risk. And she had people there to help her with her like lawyers and things like that. And they got her out and safe. So she also had a lot of help from people. And this woman, she did too. Uh, her name is Judith Human. Human, yeah. And... 
Judith, Judy, <laughs> she is in a wheelchair because when she was a little girl, she had a disease called, called polio, which, um, yeah, not, uh, maybe about, I guess, uh, not even a hundred years ago, well, a while ago, maybe 80 years ago, there was a virus going around just like we have COVID right now, but it was called polio. But we have medicine now that we give to our babies that the vaccine that will make it so we don't get polio. But at this time, kids could get polio, and if you got it, it meant you're, well, it made you so you could not walk. And so Judith got this disease when she was a little kid, and it made her legs not grow properly, and so she has been in a wheelchair her whole life. And so at this time, if people were in wheelchairs or if they didn't have um, their, if their bodies weren't made right or <clears throat> if they had physical issues that made, made things difficult for them, maybe they were in a wheelchair, maybe they couldn't, they, maybe they had to walk with crutches or something like that. Sometimes these people were just put straight in the hospital not, and, and all of them treated the same and not treated well. And people did not give a lot of respect or attention to people like that. And so uh, young people like Judith had nothing, not a lot to do. They couldn't participate in Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. They couldn't go to school like a normal person because schools at that time, if you had class on the third floor, there's only three uh, flights of stairs and that's the only way to get up there. Or if you wanted to take a train downtown, maybe the subway station, you have to come out of the subway station by climbing up a big flight of stairs. Same thing. If you're in a wheelchair, no luck. So, uh, back in the 1960s, a bunch of these kids, they met each other when they were pretty young. And they realized, well, they actually, yeah, they all went to this special camp where they met each other and they saw that they were all equal and human and that they all had value and that even though maybe they weren't uh, able to walk or maybe some of them aren't even able to talk very good, all those kids learned that uh, there's value in their lives and that they should respect each other and respect themselves because um, a lot of people just didn't take the time to understand what the, their lives were like and, you know, those everybody has value. We all are people who things are worth so that that uh, that have worth so later on in the when these kids grew up a little bit and they became college students and and they were a little older they realized that there was a law called the 504 law which meant that all people should be treated equal and have equal access so that means if a person is uh in a wheelchair then they should be able to come to school and get to the third floor just like everybody else because it's not like we have certain people in our society that we think, oh, they can't go to school just because they can't walk. That is not part of the law. So it was a law, but it was not being in, uh, they were not enforcing it. So no, no, nobody in America was doing anything about it. So these brave people led by Judy was like one of the leaders. So at first they went and protested I believe in New York City, where they made a big uh, roadblock with their wheelchairs. And it made national attention. People were like, oh, wow. Huh. But nothing really happened. Nothing changed. And the people in Washington, D.C., who were in charge of our laws in the country, <clears throat> they simply said it was just going to be too expensive. There was no way we could do all of these things. That 
we would they're just you know not important enough to spend money on and so the people in 1977 they went to Washington DC and they went to the office of the people who are in charge of making these rules and they went inside and they would not leave until somebody did something about this now, we've heard about protests before, like uh, in the South, Martin Luther King, they did the protest at the lunch counter, I believe, where they, people went and sat down where they were not supposed to, and they were arrested. But uh, <clears throat> think about this, that these people went into the office, and they stayed there for days and days and days and days. <clears throat> people brought them food, and, you know, it was really difficult. But this is people who are not able to take care of themselves without nurses, people who have special physical needs that, you know, are far beyond a normal person, and they were so brave. Some people couldn't even roll over, so they had to pe have people help them move, you know, out of their beds and into their... Yeah, however, it was, I mean, for how difficult it was for them, it's so brave and so hard. And so they stayed in that office in Washington, D.C. for, I believe it was something crazy, like 20 days, 23 days, a long time, until finally they changed the law and they made it so people who have disabilities would have access just like everyone else. And that, that changed our country so much. If you look out on the street corner of any road, any street, you will see that the sidewalk goes down to the street, and that is so that wheelchairs can go from one side of the street to the other and go up onto the sidewalk without having to jump up a curb. Because before 1977, streets in, in America did not have that. And if you go to a school, there is, if there's stairs, there is always going to be an elevator. Or there's going to be a ramp so that people can get in or out of the building in case there's a fire or even just to have fair access, so I think that it was super wonderful. I mean, 1977 is not that long ago either, so we've come a long way in just the 43 years since that protest, and those people don't get a lot of attention, and they definitely didn't, I didn't even know about this person until really recently, so Judith Human, what a cool, pro, like a cool, brave person who's still alive, and I hope I can meet her someday and thank her for all she's done for our country, because sometimes you know, it's, it's hard to pay attention to people that don't have the same abilities as everyone else. And it's not like anybody has less value or anything like that. We need to listen to everyone because everybody has good ideas to contribute and hearts to love and feelings to take care of. So that's an important, important uh, message, I thought, from Judith Human. So cool. What a helper of our humanity. And that, that not only changed the United States, but a lot of other countries look at America and they think, oh, wow, they're doing that? That makes sense. And so even in other parts of the world, people have now started gain, gaining access because of the movement that happened in the United States. Miss Judith Human. All right, so our project this week, what I want us to start doing for today, is we're going to do... Uh, a little bit of a, a little, <laughs> don't get too intimidated. I want you to do a little bit of research. Now, what that means is I want you to think about what 
person are you going to pick for who you want to write about or write the speech for? Uh, and I'll, I'll ask you, mm, yeah, well, yeah, maybe we'll do speeches if, you, if you're up for it. If you don't want to do it, let me know, and I'll include that, it, yeah. Anyhow, I want you to pick the person that you think is a, an interesting or amazing helper of humanity, and I want you to come up with the, the W's of, of this person. So I want you to pick the who, of course. And this is just an introduction. I'll show you. You can see below I have an outline of my Judith human report. So just this is outline. So this is kind of like our roadmap of how we're going to write our short paper about this person. Uh, of course, we want to do the what, as in like, what did that person do? Judith Human. She was protesting in New York and in Washington, D.C. She got the 504 law change. So there's a lot more than one what, obviously. And when was this person around? What time were they alive? Are they alive today? Uh, where was this person? You can include where was this person born? Where did this person do whatever they did to help humanity? Where are they now? If they're dead, where did they die? How did they die? And that brings us why. Why are you writing about them? Why do you think it's important? And this is just like one sentence for now, because this is not your story. This is not your paper about this. This is just an exercise in writing the outline, which, again, is just the map for what we're going to write. And so we've got our who, what, when, where, and why. That's our five W's. And if you want to include a how, that is just how did they do what they did. And that one is pretty self-explanatory. Okay. Uh... Yeah, so I've included some math for you. Some, so we're just kind of going through the times tables. We did twos and threes last week. We'll do threes and fours this week. Um, yeah, all right. Well, I think that's it for today. You've got some, some research to do, so I want you to go. You might need your, if you have a book on somebody, that would be really great. Also, if you, um, yeah, you might want to use have your mom or dad or somebody help you do some research. I know that the internet, you can use the internet safely if you're with somebody that can help you go to a correct site. But I want you to, yeah, be, be safe. <laughs> but you can definitely find resources on the internet for getting information on uh, the helper of humanity. So you've got that to do. Do a little research answer. I want you to write down the person, the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, and how. And then you can complete the math problems that I've included below. And that should be good for our Monday. All right, well, I hope everybody gets outside a little bit more and keeps moving around. That's helping me a lot. And uh, I'll be working on some music, try to send out some this week. I know I said I would last week, but I got a little delayed. Didn't sound like good. <laughs> so... Anyways, all right, uh, have a lovely day, and I will talk to you guys soon. All right, bye.